Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ah, yeah, it is the fan interactive show. Liverpool news updates from today. I'm Chloe Bloxham. This is the Red Men TV. And I thought to kick us all off, uh, why don't we look back, back at this midweek fixtures? Uh, obviously, the Reds are in a little bit of good form, let's say. We don't want to speak too soon, obviously. It is only three wins on the bounce, uh, but that's more than what we have done so far this season. We've not done that before. So this is the first time Liverpool have won three back-to-back, which is a bit mad because I feel like we've only lost six in the past three, four seasons before this. Um, But yeah, let's talk about the Reds then. I do have some injury updates for you further on in the show, Uh, but to make us all feel a little bit better, I thought... We can have a look at the fixtures that have just gone um, and how they impact Liverpool. We are in the members chat right now, I think. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get anything in, do get the comments in. Uh, I'll try and bring them up and uh, we can have a big chat. We'll also be looking ahead to Spurs. I'm letting yous pick the start and 11 with that, by the way, um, because to be perfectly honest, I thought there was going to be changes for West Ham and there wasn't. Um, so I'll I'll give you the floor to pick your start and 11 uh, to make it a proper fan interactive. You have the say just as much as I do. Uh, but starting off then, uh, if we go to the fixtures that happened midweek, I'll talk about the ones that actually impact Liverpool or the ones that made me happy um, and to start us off then Tuesday night Aston Villa did beat Fulham 1-0 I think it was pretty much a Tyro Mings header uh, that wasn't the game I watched uh, but when you look at it um, and what it means to the table which I will bring that up now uh, it means that Aston Villa go a point ahead of Liverpool winning four of their last five in the Premier League that's their form at the moment but Liverpool do have a game in hand uh, and obviously if we keep this run of form going we can hopefully bypass Aston Villa it is mad to think that uh, you know this team that have took Manchester City to the brink um, 
and now competing with Aston Villa, but fair play to them. You know, Emery has, has absolutely got them going boss. Um, so, yeah, Aston Villa, a point ahead of Liverpool at the table right now, um, but we do have a game in hand. Moving on to another game then. Uh, Leeds United won, Leicester won. This was the game I watched. Um, a draw that helps absolutely none of those teams. It only helped the teams around them. Did those teams capitalise though? Guess we'll find out. Um, yeah, Leeds took the lead. They should have won it with Patrick Bamford. He missed an absolute sitter. Uh, but Jamie Vardy, the lad from about four years ago, popped up, uh, saved Leicester, got them a crucial point. Um, and yeah, it, it was a game that had a lot of chances, um, but you could tell that both teams were very much not not in good form. Uh, they couldn't take the, the chances very well. Uh, but I think Leicester will be more happy with that because of the fact that they were losing 1-0 and it was away to, to uh, at Ellen Road. So, yeah, um, the Reds did beat them 6-1 the other day, though. So, take of that what you will. Uh, that doesn't really affect us in the in the league table, but I can tell you what, who it does affect. Um, Leeds sit in 16th on 30 points, winning one of the last five. They've drawn one and also lost three. Um, Leicester lost three, won one, drawn one. So, they're pretty much in the same run of form, just obviously... They've won games differently. Um, but who does that affect? It obviously affected the Ev. The Ev had a chance um, to capitalise, to push themselves out of the, the, the bottom three. As you can see, they're still in 19th place on 28 points. So um, we'll get to that game in a minute uh, because that also had a big impact on Liverpool. Not as much as it did on Everton, uh, but it still did affect us. Uh, moving on then, Nottingham Forest, massive three points. Did not see this coming at all. They beat Brighton 3-1. Um, I can't... I don't really know what to say. Brighton have had loads of injuries. That's the only thing I can say. Brighton had quite a couple of chances, didn't take them, and Nottingham Forest made them pay for it. That is Forest's first win since the 5th of February, if I'm correct, which is ridiculous, but that shows how tight it is at the bottom. Forest haven't won a game in, in you know, two months, uh, three months even, and here they are getting a massive win that drags them to 17th out of the relegation zone, a team that everyone did think was going to go down. Um, they've lost four out of the last five games with that game coming, obviously, um, against Brighton. So, yeah, Brighton maybe have a little bit of a hangover from what happened in that FA Cup semi-final where they did lose on penalties. Um, tough one to take for them. Uh, hopefully, I don't want to say hopefully they bounce back because they Brighton literally, with two games in hand, sit on 49 points. Um, uh, yeah, they sit on 49 points, but they've got two games in hand. Liverpool... <laughs> we're fighting with Brighton, we're fighting with Aston Villa, Brentford, Fulham. Um, this is the teams we're amongst at the moment and obviously Spurs who sit in fifth, who we do face this weekend and we'll get round to that. Um, but yeah, a, a, a shock win for Forrest, but you know, one that I was not against. Uh, good to see them. Also, Nico Williams picked up quite a bad injury in that game. Uh, so we wish him all the best. He is out for the rest of the season, but will hopefully recover, have a decent pre-season and come back. Um, whether they'll be in the Premier League or not, we'll find out. Uh, let's laugh a second at Chelsea, um, because I thought Liverpool have had an absolutely appalling season, to be perfectly honest. Um, but Brentford with one shot on target. 1-2-0. Um, yeah, lovely. Absolutely love that. Uh, Chelsea are in 11 points. And I know this means nothing to Liverpool, but we're just going through the teams because there is a reason why I'm doing this. Um, is it to do with Liverpool? Is it to do with the City? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yes, like I was saying, Chelsea sitting 11th on 39 points, winless in the last five, losing four of them. Um, and they are only, if I am correct in saying it, 10 points off relegation zone. They're obviously not going to go down, but this Chelsea side that a couple of years ago were pipped by absolutely loads of pundits to win the league ahead of Liverpool. I think eventually Manchester City did win the league, but we were up there. Everyone picked you know, Chelsea above us and their collapse has been ridiculous. They've also spent more than Liverpool Football Club. Um, so, yeah, um, another game in which didn't really affect me, but I enjoyed watching. Uh, Liverpool obviously beat West Ham 2-1. Decent game of football. We'll get to that in a second, though, because we'll reflect on that game and what we do in the starting eleven. Uh, come Spurs. Um, I don't care about City. City are going to win the league. Let's leave that. Bournemouth got a, a win. Have that. Southampton are pretty much down in my eyes. Um, Manchester United to Spurs to this was a game that can impact us in some way it, I don't know whether we can do these can we even do votes in this anymore polls yeah do a poll for us um, can Liverpool get top four get your answers in the chat um, because Newcastle obviously are in a really good run of form I think it's more likely that United were to lose points than Newcastle and they did Manchester United were 2-0 up against Spurs a vulnerable Spurs uh, Bruno Fernandes at the bar it was absolutely glorious that it had to happen to him there uh, it, it was lovely the way he set it up and then he just smashed it against the bar from about five yards out um, and Spurs ultimately made a resurgence they came back 2-2 um, in the second half, Son and Kane linking up. He took Son off. I don't know why Mason took Son off, but he did. Um, but Tottenham Hotspur should have won that game. I think Eric Dymas is a, a sitter from about five yards out of the header. We could have done with Manchester United dropping all three points, but we'll take whatever we can get at this moment in time. Uh, and look, the table doesn't look good, um, especially now when I'm about to read it out, and it looks absolutely silly. Um, but Spare, but United do sit in fourth on 60 points. Uh, they have a game in hand on Liverpool at the moment. Um, we are seven points off them. Whether we can somehow claw it back, I've got no idea. Um, but, you know, we, we, we can try, we can hope. Um, and we'll also look at their fixtures right now because we will talk about getting top four in a minute. Um, but the game, the only reason I've read out these entire results is because yesterday, uh, the Ev, the Ev, uh, the Ev lost 4-1 against Newcastle. Didn't help us out at all. Um, but it was kind of a win-win for Liverpool in a sense, as a fan anyway. Um, it would have been great if Newcastle would have dropped points uh, and gave Liverpool some sort of chance it's getting tough for but if it wasn't taking points off Newcastle I wanted Newcastle to batter Everton and they really did they took the mick uh, the Goodison emptied out like nothing I've ever seen before um, about 73 minutes in um, they all just left uh, Fabian Charles scored a brilliant goal as well but that was offside sadly um, but yeah the only reason I did this was to just sit here and laugh at Everton truthfully that that is Genuinely, the only reason I, I I did all of this, um, and to look at the table, then Everton are in nineteenth on twenty eight points after thirty three games. Uh, Southampton below them on twenty four points. Leicester, who they face on Monday night at the King Power Stadium, are on twenty nine points. If Leicester win that game, they are in dire trouble. They are 
I don't, last season, I didn't think, I thought for some reason they'd escape it and they did. They beat Crystal Palace, they got safe. Uh, that was on my birthday, it's a nice one for that. Um, but this season, I I don't know whether they'll survive. Uh, Toffee TV were just next door. Um, I don't think they have any hope, to be honest. I I don't know. Would you... Here's the thing, Liverpool, I want top four, I need top four, I don't think we're going to get it. How much... I, I saw loads of people on Twitter last night going on about how much would you actually enjoy Everton going down? Do you really want them to go down? Uh, get in the chat if you want Everton to go down, because I do. They're, they're in my city, of course, I want them to go down. Um, it's not the be-all and end-all, it's not the main focus, uh, but it was a good weekend um, for for the Reds to, to go down. Someone in the chat... Uh, as poor, I'll bring it up now. I can't see this. There we go. Uh, why would I want Everton to go down when Manchester is dominating football? I'd rather Manchester dominate football than Everton Football Club. That simple. <laughs> I've never seen Everton win a trophy in my life. I've seen Manchester City and Manchester United dominate football in my life. I've seen it before. They're not my neighbours. I don't know as many... Manchester United or City fans. In fact, I hardly know any City fans and I hardly know any Manchester United fans. I know a fair amount of Everton fans. It's in the city. If you're in the city, I can assume you'd more likely want them to go down because, and like, it's not really wanting them to go down. It's just if they did go down, it'd be a bit boss. It'd be great to see. Um, it's not your main focus, but it's a nice little side add-on. Um, but yeah, Everton potentially in trouble. Um and I really, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Um, does it mean everything? No, but it is sort of nice to look at because Liverpool have been crap this season. Let's be honest. Uh, so we've got to find ways to make ourselves happy. Um, and then being a bit crap has made me feel a little bit better. Uh, but anyway, let's get on to Spurs then, which is why we're here. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, before we start let's look at the injury update Jürgen Klopp did have his press conference earlier on today if you want to watch the full press conference you can go to Redmen 2 it'll be on there for you uh, but we did get an injury update and uh, to start with let's go with Ibu Kanate which is exactly what this is all about um, 
Canate will be back for Spurs. Apparently, he didn't have an injury. He'd just obviously been a little bit overplayed after um, the injury was coming back from. And therefore, the Reds didn't want to risk him. Um, so he should be fit and ready for Spurs. Uh, we can get on to whether you think he should start in a minute, though, because Joel Matip had quite a good game the other day, didn't he? Um, but yeah, Canate, back for Spurs. Great lift for Liverpool. Um, he's not injured either. He's not coming back for an injury. So... That's good. It means we. It means he can instantly slot in uh, if we need him to. Uh, Diogo Jota then um, picked up quite a heavy knock in that game against West Ham, uh, but he should be okay. Jurgen Klopp did say about that one as well. So um, this is just a, it's a headache for Jurgen to pick from, and now that we have people available, um, Jota's in decent form. I thought he did all right against West Ham. He should have slotted one back post that that came to us, um, but. He didn't. Whether that means Jürgen Klopp put someone else in, I'm not too sure because counter-pressing, he'll go with the team that can counter-press the best and Diogo Jota is one of the best at that. Uh, moving on then, um, he said Naby Keita will be in training. Do what you will with that. I don't think we'll see him in a, in a Liverpool top uh, before the end of the season, but if you want him to start against Spurs, do let us know. Um, and aside from that, Everyone should be sound, obviously, apart from Roberto Firmino, who will who still has a muscle injury. I really hope we see him before the end of the season, but he is running out of games here. Uh, I have just seen uh, that there is a oh a four ninety nine pound super chat. I'm not the only scouser to be married to a blue nose. If they go down, feel sorry for us husbands. Ah, oh. I mean, you've you had to deal with it all season. Um, Probably really. But to be fair though, they'll in the the championship they'll have a better time. They'll be happier. They'll win games of football. Um, so you know, it it might be the best thing for Everton to get relegated because they can try and restart again. They don't have any money due to FFP. They'd have to come back up the first season. Otherwise, I feel like they'd be in trouble. Um, but at the same time, it is a case of they'll probably win more games, which is. More happiness. Um, yeah, moving back to Liverpool then. Um, everyone is obviously fit, ready to go. That hasn't already been. He mentioned Ox uh, is back in training as well. Um, once again, not too sure we'll see him before the end of the season, but here we are. Uh, and he will be leaving as well as Naby Keita. Um, moving on to the form then. Liverpool are unbeaten in the last five, winning the last three. Um, we've obviously we've not been brilliant in all of those games. We've had our moments and look, last three, we've won all of them. Let's take as much as we can from that and, and really go with it um, because there's no point in not being positive. Uh, otherwise, I'd be absolute dreading it. Spears form table in the last five then. They've drawn two, lost two and won one. Um, one of those losses was a 6-1 against Newcastle who they were fighting for, for top four with. Um, they've got Ryan Mason, and who got a good reaction out of them at half-time. Liverpool need to be ruthless. If the Spurs of the first half show up, Liverpool need to take them to the sword. They need to get three or four goals because I don't see a world in which Spurs don't have their moments on Sunday and Liverpool need to make sure they limit that and when they do you know, have their moments that they're not clinical um, or they're not really big moments. I'm hoping that Liverpool do show up, have a good game. We are at home. The atmosphere should be good. You know, this is a side that, you know, it's not bottom of the league. It's hopefully it's half four on a Sunday, so everyone should really be up for it. There's no excuse for the Anfield crowd to not be. Um, so 
you know, getting behind the team's big. Um, make it four wins and, and see where that takes us. We'll get on to some of the other, um, you know, fixtures in a second that, that play this weekend that could have an impact on Liverpool. Um, but yeah, let's let's go with the line-up then. I'm going to take the goalkeeper out because I know exactly what I'd be doing here because it's the only option. That's Ali and goal. Um, your back four, you've got quite a lot to choose from. If you want to get your four players in the chat, I am including Trent as a right back here because you know, out of formation, out of the out of possession, he goes back to right back. In possession, he goes to centre mid. But he will be shown on a on a, a on a team sheet at right back. So get your back four in. Uh, we'll see who you pick. The big controversy over this one is: is it Joel Matip or is it Canate? You can pretty much name the other three: Trent Robertson and. Virgil van Dijk um, but for that right hand side of the centre centre back position you've got Canate to choose from who's back or Matip who the other day from absolutely like nowhere we hadn't seen him at all we've we've played a new system with Trent in midfield we did I, I didn't know whether we'd go back to Trent being at right back more we never and Matip dealt with it and Matip did really really good in that game Um and I, I think he does have an, a, a shout to start. I really do in this game. He was good when he carried the ball forward as well, which is something that, you know, Liverpool and, and Canate haven't done much. Uh, and he pops up with an absolute bullet header, which is absolutely incredible. Let's get some of your comments in then. Um, we've got Virgil, Canate, Trent and Robbo. So you're slotting Canate straight back in. Uh, that's from Rico. We've got uh, John saying Trent, Canate, Van Dyke, Robertson. Everyone is going with Canate. Uh, oh, we've got a bit of controversy. JD74, Trent, Robbo, Matip, Canate. Um, you know Virgil van Dyke? Right. Who's playing on your left uh, left side then? To be fair, look, Virgil van Dijk will start. Um, he's had a crap season, but no one's rivaling him in that position, which is why he's always been safe. Um, but and, and Brian Atkinson here says, I think Virgil needs dropping. I can... I can see what you're saying. I think Bowen's goal inside the ground when when I was there um, the other day, he looks so, so slow getting out of Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen puts it in the back of the net, is maybe half a yard offside or whatever. Um, but yeah, he, he's... He, He's not been brilliant this season. He did get, you know, a good foot onto one back post where Antonio could have put it in the back of the net. Um, but yeah, he's been a bit sluggish, a bit lackadaisy. It, it, he's not as sharp. Um, so I, I do agree with you. Um, Sir Scott, he says Trent Ebu, VVD and Robbo. Um, yeah, I guess because Ebu isn't coming back from an injury, he will be slotting straight into the, the centre-half position. I do think it's hard done by, by, uh, by Matip though, because I thought he was brilliant the other night. He was better than Virgil. Um, so, you know, I, but there's there's no one who can do Virgil's position. Um, so, potentially. Um, let's see what we've got here. Uh, the Irish Raiders live stream channel. Uh, he's not injured. He was rested. Yeah, exactly. So, he can instantly slot back into that. That's, you know, not... It's not like he's carrying injury. Um, so, yeah. I'm guessing we're all going with Virgil then. I wouldn't be opposed to see Joe Matip in that centre half, um, especially if he's if he's leaving in the summer. I'd I'd like to to see him a couple more times. Um, 
Oh, we've got a we've got another one. Sam Hussey Canate does a job on Son. Don't think Matip does. Fair enough. Um, Son's not being in the greatest of form, but we all know he'll somehow show up against Liverpool. Um, yeah, I can see what you mean. You know, Canate doesn't get bullied as much as Matip. I think there's a Brentford game three three away from him last season where we get absolutely battered uh, and dominated with with their strikers because they're just bigger than us. Um, so yeah, I can I can see why Canati comes back in. If he does, I'm absolutely happy to see it. Um, I just wouldn't be opposed to seeing Joel Matip, whatever the back four is, as long as the other three are cemented. Uh, Canati or, or Matip being in, I, I'm not really bothered about. Chris has put, should we buy Indica to rival Virgil? There was a, a lot of talk around him because he is a free transfer and if we wanted to go big on midfielders because we need about three or four getting a centre half on the cheap might be decent and then you know next season if it comes to it we can look forward to getting maybe a better centre half he looks a decent player we were linked with him but I'm pretty sure all of those have been absolutely shot down Um, so so sorry to absolutely wreck you there Um, but I'm not I'm not too sure Liverpool are still interested in him, even if, you know, we were to start with. Um, but let's go with the defence then. We've got, I'd love to write it on this board, but it just, it doesn't look great. I mean, I'll I'll go with it, um, but I'm not too sure it's going to do the business. Um, we've got Trent over here. We've got Robin. If you can't see it, you'll be able to in a minute. VVD. And we went with Canate, didn't we? Right, there is the... Oh, I'm moving it out of shot. There we go. There's the back four then. Uh, let's go to the midfield. Uh, the midfield's interesting. Curtis Jones has been doing absolutely boss, to be fair to him, since he came back. He did get taken off... Uh, he was subbed, as well as Jordan Henderson, which makes me think that those two will go again. Maybe Fabinho in there. Um, it was Fabinho against Nottingham Forest where we took him off. And Liverpool collapsed a little bit. Um, he looks to be getting a little bit better. He's still not the Fabinho that we know of from a couple of seasons ago. Um, but with the the counter press work and right, you know, he, he's gotten a little bit better. You've also got the likes of Harvey Elliott, who you might choose to to go with um, if you want bit, a bit more of an attack and outlet. You've also got you know your midfielders Tiago. He was brought in. He's not started since he came back from injury. Maybe this is his game to control. Um, we've got a lot to choose from surprisingly James Milner did come on at the weekend I don't expect to see him start um, but who knows let's see um, but if you do want to get your midfield in um, obviously I'm going with the 4-3-3 yeah, so you're going to have to pick three midfielders um, let's see what Mikey J says here then we've got I'd prefer Thiago to start over Curtis he should be up to speed now yeah, I can totally see why. And maybe we do give Curtis a bit of a rest because Curtis did have a, like a stress injury, didn't he? Um, which kept him out. It was a bit of a freak injury. Um, and he, he he did, you know, he was out for quite a while. So maybe we don't push him. Um, he also lasted longer than Jordan Henderson midweek. So so maybe that is a thing. Maybe Thiago does come back in. I was surprised Thiago didn't come in and for West Ham to give the lads a rest. Maybe now that they've asked them to go again, uh, you do pick Thiago who control a, who can obviously control a game. And we are at home, so I expect us to have more of the ball. Um, let's see what else we've got in the chat. Don't we need to rest one of the recent midfield three? I'd say so. Um, I don't... Are these... Even coming up on this uh, screen for you, Aaron. 
Oh, the art boss. Yeah. Um, it is a, a case of we can't run them into the ground. There is only like six games left of the season, though, so maybe you do ask them to go again. Um, but yeah, potentially we we ask them to go again. I'm not too sure though. Um, I think everyone's talking about Gakpo at the moment. He will be in the the starting eleven. Surely, um, his goal against West Ham was absolutely boss the other day. Um, but I am going to go with what I think it'll be. Um. I've got to have Fabian because I don't think anyone else can do his job. I think Hendo will come in uh, once again and Thiago will be on the other side. And now uh, the best part is obviously, I didn't even listen to any of yours. I'm so sorry. Um, I just went with what I wanted to go with. Um, so sorry about that one. You just get to pick the, the, the front three though instead. In fact, I'll just, I'll do one of them because um, this guy will be starting no matter what you say, um, because he always starts games of football. Um, but you can choose the other two. Do you just keep Jota back in? Jürgen Klopp did reiterate that he did get quite a big knock from that West Ham game. Um, he's not fully out, though. He's, he is back, whether we rest him or not. Darwin Nunes, I do not think Darwin Nunes is good from the bench. He's not... He can't... I, I feel like it takes him... 10-15 just to get used to it to get up to speed with the play and with them only having 10-15 minutes to play um, we're not seeing the best out of him we're not seeing what we can um, potentially see from him what I will say is he was always on, on the shoulder of the defenders looking to get him behind the ball wasn't always done to him um, whether we go with him I'm not too sure um, we've got Riku saying Gakpo and Jots yeah I do think that you'll ask them to go again um, let's have a look Diaz, Gakpo, Salah, Diaz. Oh, Diaz. I'd look if if he was fit, I'd say start him a hundred percent. Um, but I'm gonna be honest. The fact that he's only had two nine minutes from Nottingham Forest and Leeds, and then maybe 30, 35, it doesn't make me think that he's gonna start. Um, I would love him to see uh, to, to see him playing though. I thought he was brilliant when he came on the other night. He ran them ragged. Um, really excited to see him back. Uh, someone's asked, a fan of Drake has said, is Elliot fit? Yes, yes, he is. He's the reason that the team is being picked by Jürgen Klopp the way it is, and he's mentioned it, and he mentioned it once again today in the presser, is the best players who can counter-press. So who's the best at counter-pressing? They're the players that are in our starting eleven. Um, That's probably why Nunes hasn't been starting. Uh, probably why Elliot hasn't been starting, because Henderson obviously has more energy, ha knows the counter-pressing system a little bit better. Um, but yeah, he is fit. You might see him, you might not. We haven't seen him for, for a little while. Um, but yeah, we, we'll have a look. Uh, moving on then, let's see what else we've got. Gordy says, problem is Gakpo and Jota don't deserve the bench they deserve to start. 100%. Nunes needs to come on a little bit earlier and grab the game by the balls. 100%. It's it, the, the thing is, is though, I don't know whether Nunes has that in him at the moment. Um He's boss. I think he will be boss. I think we need to adapt to him and he needs to adapt to us a bit more, though. Once again, like you mentioned there, giving him 10, 15 minutes, he needs that just to settle into the game. Um, but if we start playing to his strengths, if we, I think Jürgen Klopp even mentioned there was a ball by Curtis that he tried to put into Nunez's feet and Nunez was already on his bike and behind and he'd left the defenders for dead. 
we need to start playing to his strengths when he comes on the pitch because if they're if we can tire Spurs out and they've got Eric Dyer at the back by the way who is absolutely shite, uh, which also means he's probably going to play a blinder this weekend and score a goal because I've just said that. Um, Nunes against him in the last twenty twenty five, I'd love to see Diaz uh, coming on. I'd love to see as well to run them ragged a little bit. Um, uh, oh. Someone, Gory again with the controversy. One of Elliot or Curtis needs to move out. Both could demand a good fee. I'm not too sure about that. Um, Elliot, no. Elliot's our future. I think Elliot will be brilliant. I don't know where he fits in into this system, but we need to find where he fits in for this system. Um, I would never get rid of him. And the both homegrown players, that's what we need to remember. We need English players in the team because they get a free pass in the Champions League and stuff. It fills up more slots. We obviously need them. Um, so homegrown players, good. I'd give Curtis, you know, the pre-season, see how he goes um, in a year's time. If he's, if he's still in the same situation as he was a couple of weeks ago, then, yeah, maybe you look at it and maybe you're also looking alone. I'm not too sure. Um, but right now, I think you keep hold of them because we've already got too much to do with this transfer window. I can't be getting rid of Curtis Jones or Harvey Elliott and having to replace them as well. Keep them for this season. We've got too much damage that we need to already sort out. Um Finally then, uh, Nunes is always making runs in behind. The midfield does not recognise any of it. So many times I screamed at the telly to make the pass. Yeah, I mean, it, that is the thing. He's always on his bike. That's how he plays. Um, I thought him and Salah have a, a decent link up. Um, he was getting in behind. He does a different role to Gakpo. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, Curtis Jones the other day, there was one where Nunes was just in behind and we tried to pass him into, into feet as if Cody Gakpo was playing instead of Nunes. As soon as we realise exactly what he wants to do and we can adapt to it, um, I don't see why you don't go long for the last 20, 25 minutes if you bring Nunes on, if you've tired a team out um, because he'll keep them he'll keep them going, he'll find the gaps. He'll, if he can stay on side, he, he's offside quite a lot, um, then yeah, no doubt if we find him, that then we can obviously utilize them. Um, so I will put in the team that we're going to have. Um, this is the starting eleven that you've picked aside from the midfield, which I picked because uh, I wanted to. Uh, there's your team. You can't really see it. How do I? How do I possibly get this into shape? Yeah. No, it's all right. We'll just we'll push this back. So we've got Ali Ingle, Trent Canate, Virgil, Robbo, Fab, Hendo, Thiago, Salah, Gakpo, Jota. Um, the bench will be exciting to see as well. Um, we've got some score predictions in here. Brian is going for a 4-1 Liverpool win. Fair play. Love the positivity. Not sure it'll be 4-1, but um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, fan of... I forgot the last part. Drach says 3-1 to the Reds. Get in. We love to see that. Um, someone's asked what's happened to Fabio Carvalho. To be perfectly honest, I could not tell you. Um, yeah. No, don't know. Don't have a clue. Um, I'm useless for that. Don't know. Uh, Mikey J says 4-2 to Liverpool. Um, we've got three to... Oh, I've brought the wrong one up. We've got 3-2 to Liverpool. Uh, how do you... It's David. Stephen Ryder has gone 3-0. Um, so, yeah, we're all feeling positive. Love to see it. Uh, before we do go... Oh, Craig, I'll get yours in. Quickly, 3-1 to the Reds. Let's see. So Lisa has asked, why is Darwin Nunes not in the starting lineup? Um, 
basically because he's only had 35 minutes and two nine-minute games. I'd love, if he's fit, you start him instantly. But I don't know whether he's fit enough to play 90. That's my only my only thought. And I don't, if Jota's got a bad knock, I think it's Diaz. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see if he's substituted at 60. Um, so yeah, that that's why. The only reason, I'd love to see him start. St. Sia says 2-0 to the Reds. Um, start quick and we win 3-0. Um, oh, someone's bringing us down a little bit. 2-2, uh, unfortunately, Kane will score. Kane always loves a goal against us, doesn't he? Um, but let's hope that isn't the case. Um, Anyway, uh, let's look at the fixtures then before we go. We'll look at United's next couple of fixtures. We'll look at Newcastle's next fixtures and Liverpool's. I'm not saying we're getting top four, but I'm living in some sort of hope deep down. Do I think we're going to get it? No, absolutely not. Um, but United face Aston Villa this weekend. They then go to Brighton. Um, they then face West Ham at home. Um you know, yeah, they if you can see it on your screen here, the next three is a little bit hard for them. But aside from that, they've got Wolves, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Fulham. They're pretty much sadly nailed on. We'll go over to Newcastle's then. I think Newcastle have an even better run. Um, Newcastle face Southampton. Southampton needs something. Southampton this weekend, please do the Reds a favour. Do yourselves a favour. Uh, they then face Arsenal, who... <laughs> I don't know. They might absolutely crap, collapse and fall away. Uh, their mentality over the last like four games has been horrific. I could have told you. I actually predicted Manchester City to win 4-1 the other day because the faces of those players from Arsenal after losing in the last three games, that's... It's not if you want to be in a title charge, you've got to keep yourselves upbeat. You've got to look at the positives. You can't keep looking at the negatives. Let the fans do that. Um... Yeah, they, you knew that was coming. Uh, they then face Leeds. The, it, Leeds needs Sutton again. Uh, they face Brighton, which Brighton, if they're challenging for Europe, then, you know, um, they could get Sutton off. They then face Leicester and Chelsea. It's hard to say that they're never going to drop points, uh, but, you know... I'm, I'm really hoping deep down that they do. If there's anything else that is affecting Brentford face Nottingham Forest, that might, you know, big one for the for the weekend. Um, Fulham face Manchester City, yeah, well, oh well. Bournemouth face Leeds as well, that's another big one um, because, you know, they need something, both of those teams. Um, Leeds more than Bournemouth, but there you go. And it's also Arsenal v Chelsea, Uh didn't even know that was happening on Tuesday, but it but it is. Uh, and obviously, Leicester v, uh, v uh, Everton, um, one of the biggest weekends uh, for Premier League footy, and it'll feel like that for a long time, well, up until the end of the season for a lot of these teams. But yeah, that has been this show. Um, Liverpool do face Spurs. We have a watch-along. We have so much content coming out after it. Reactions, instant reactions, fan cams. Uh, we've got final words as well um, on the Monday on Redmen Plus. So do head over there and sign up as a club legend or club captain for that. Um, but yeah, hope you'd have a boss weekend and hope the Reds pick up three major points up the Reds.